This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is Matthew Cruz with the Comstock Report. In real estate, they say all that really matters is location, location, location. Well, it's readily apparent all that matters to corn and bean traders right now is weather, weather, weather in the dry zones of southern Brazil, Argentina, and Paraguay. Even though Wednesday's WASD had production estimates well under trade expectations, the rain in the forecast down there keeps expanding in both coverage area and amounts to fall over the next 10 to 14 days and has them ignoring forecasts for warm, dry conditions to resume in February. It's not so much that traders think the rain will miraculously restore yield potential already lost, but that their confidence those production estimates will just keep on declining has been badly shaken with forecasts now talking up to two-thirds of the dry zones getting two to four inches. Just days ago, it was more like one-third coverage and one to two inches. Corn and beans took hard hits already on the defensive from those expanding rain forecasts and then another set of poor weekly export sales. By the close, March corn was off 11.5 cents at 5.87.5, while the March soybeans closed 22 cents lower at 13.77 and a quarter. March corn support is at 5.86 and first resistance will be at 6.33. Those weekly corn export sales at 458,000 tons didn't even make the low end of estimates that range from 500,000 to 1.5 million tons. Yet year-to-date, they're down just 9% versus USDA's new lower forecast for exports to fall 12%. Soybean sales were fair, coming in at 736,000 tons and up 92% from last week's disastrous showing. It was well within the range of estimates from 400,000 to 1.2 million tons, and it's of note that China accounted for 40% of the total with new purchases over 300,000 tons. With Brazil's harvest about to commence, it's significant China bought from the U.S. again, hopefully the start of more purchasing to come on this welcome price break from their perspective. It's utterly vital exports pick up. Year-to-date sales are 23% behind last year and a big gap to close with USDA's forecast down just 9.5%. Chart-wise, March soybeans will find support at 13.34 and will hit initial resistance at $14 when the uptrend resumes. Electric vehicles still have a long road ahead before they become a fixture in rural America. Congress pressed carmaker representatives on how EVs might fare on the farm and on country roads, the limitations of battery power, and the lack of charging stations, etc. President and CEO of the Renewable Fuels Association, Jeff Cooper, said liquid fuels won't be phased out anytime soon and that the crop-based fuels offer a way to lower carbon emissions in the meantime. Cooper came right out and told EV proponents, we are greener than you are. The upstream emissions associated with electricity generation and battery manufacturing are given the false impression that electric vehicles are zero-emission vehicles. In fact, work shows that a pickup truck using fuel that is 85% ethanol and 15% gasoline would actually generate far fewer greenhouse gas emissions over its lifetime than a same-sized truck running on a fossil-generated electricity. Biofuels remain a critical component to 2050 emission goals. 
Cooper further told the House Ag Committee that they agree that electric vehicles will be an important part of the net zero emissions by 2050, but given the time needed to transition the light-duty vehicle fleet, continued reliance on fossil fuels for electricity generation, the difficulty electrifying medium and heavy-duty vehicles, EV alone will not get us to net zero by 2050. There is yet another carbon dioxide pipeline proposed for Iowa. Wolf Carbon Solutions said it has an agreement with ADM to take carbon dioxide from its refining facilities in eastern Iowa and transport it to an existing carbon sequestration site in Decatur, Illinois. The pipeline would run about 350 miles and would have additional capacity to accommodate captured carbon from other facilities, lowering the carbon footprint of those companies and adding value to their products. You are listening to the Comstock Report. For more market information, visit us online at Comstock.com or call 712-67-11. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.